A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Conservatives are threatening to review Channel 4's position if they get back in power after Joris Bonson was replaced by a melting ice sculpture in a TV debate about the environment. After Michael Gove tried to wangle his way into the debate, showing up at the studio with Boris Johnson's dad. No, mate, you're not coming in. Sleed is only, mate. Uh, I feel like the Conservatives' threat to Channel 4 doesn't really extend much further than my dad's coming up the school. I mean, sending your dad. You're the Prime Minister, dude. You can just send your dad... What qualifies him? He's been on Dave. Not today. Thank you. With Jake Yap. Very good morning to you. I've had two nights of getting in uh, well after midnight. And, I mean, uh, under the best of circumstances, I'd be a mess. Anyway, it's great to have you here. Uh, We've got a lot to get through, so I'm going to crack on. I promised yesterday I would do a senior citizen version of Top Gear. Uh, after Jeremy Clarkson had to go Greta Thunberg for killing the car show and your funny comments. Uh, so here it is. I give you third gear. Sugatti Vagron, which would be much nicer if it came with a cushion. Can't see over the top of the... How to turn it on? This car comes with all the usual assortment of redundant gears. We all know that you only need third gear for everything. From hill starts to roundabouts to motorways. I can't work the radio. Was that a rabbit? I think it was a rabbit. Anyway, there's one tiny problem here. You see, this is a long monologue, and the only way we can break it up is by constantly switching from in-car piece to camera to voiceover. Hello again. This is a car from the glory days of motoring and motoring shows when you could make jokes about looking up ladies' skirts and use racist slang and get away with it. Nowadays it's all me too this and basic respect that. So where did it all go wrong? Hamster. You see, 
what happened was this. A broadcaster, say the BBC, commissions a show. And then some people with some talent, but little judgement or self-awareness, say, us three, come along and front that show. But always, in the background, a huge team of talented production staff, steeped in the core values of the BBC, is there to keep us on the right side as socially acceptable. Whoops, let me reverse out. James? As the years go by, everyone working on the show, from presenters to producers, gains experience and expertise until the show becomes a hit. And that's when it all starts to go downhill. The presenters feel like they're indispensable and start throwing their weight around. The production staff valiantly try to keep the presenters' egos in check, often at huge personal cost, and the presenters start resenting them, thinking they're being held back when in reality they're being kept acceptable. And that's when the presenters start to believe they're bigger than the platform. Let's call it the Chris Evans effect. Presenters start to believe that they're so massive that their gravitational pull will bring an audience with them wherever they go. Squirrel, I think. And so, sick of boring old Auntie Beeb and her stuck-in-the-mud attitudes and not being able to do swears and tempted by the offer of a massive commercial company, flattering them and telling them they'll have huge freedom of money, they jump... Speaking of jump, did the lady get clear there? So off they trot to Amazon Prime or wherever it was Chris Evans went, believing they're off to a new utopia where they get more money and the freedom to be a bit more banterously homophobic or whatever, and that their loyal viewers will follow them. Except it's all different somehow. The legitimacy that being on the BBC conferred on you was a huge and almost entirely overlooked component of their success. And without it, you might as well do a fishing show on Channel 5. Some say that the excessively high fees that tempted them over to the commercial sector and the freedom to slag off gays makes it all worthwhile. All we know is that's not how the male ego works. Because for all the money and freedom... It's not proper telly anymore. It's not what families sit and watch at tea time. It's not part of the furniture of what makes Britain great, like gravy and the seaside and conkers. It's just not British. There's no personality from the broadcaster framing what you're doing. How can you be the naughty one when no one's stopping you from being naughty? And so, slagging off a teenage girl with autism and a morally undefeatable case becomes your desperate last throw of the dice, working for Jeff Bezos, a man who once said, when we win a Golden Globe, it helps us sell more shoes. And at the end of the road, is that what the journey was all about? Moving. Poignant. Uh, we're going to end with a song, but before that, I want to take you through some of the emails uh, that I got. Uh, they're so good. Thank you so much to everyone uh, who who wrote in. It's uh, not today at swanburst.com if you fancy having a go. I'll, I'll tell you what our topic is for Monday in a second, uh, but uh, some of these are really great. Uh, we were asking about what's the thing that made you burst with irony. 
uh, the most. And uh, they're so great. Richard says, uh, Dear Jake, I'd like to offer up an anecdote on the theme of ironic explosions. Uh, I'm afraid it's both sports related. Well, that's that's one order mark and slightly off color. Uh, yellowy brown at a guess. Oh, um, that's a that's a merit mark. Uh, but it is at least mildly ironic. Uh, so in 2010, Richard had just moved to Helsinki. He says, I went to watch a Champions League qualifying match. No one's judging you. I am. Between Finnish footballing dynamos, HJK and Welsh behemoths, Bangor City. My eyes are glazing over already. Come on, Richard. HJK began to pummel Bangor and the home fans were in fine voice. OK. In contrast, their Welsh counterparts were getting more and more riled. During one rendition of Helsinki! Helsinki! One Bangor fan, tubby, topless and bald, that's a great look, thrust himself down on the front of the stand, spread his arms wide and yelled out the immortal... I'm going to have to paraphrase this because we're family friendly. Hell poopee! Hell poopee. You can probably work it out. My friend and I fell about laughing. Later that day, we ended up in a bar in the city centre. Lo and behold, some of the Welsh contingent was there, including... The furious bellower, who was no longer topless, but well and truly legless. Uh, They were being what I believe is described as top lads. Loud, obnoxious and mildly racist. Wow. We tutted at their behaviour for a while before my mate left to go to the toilet. A couple of minutes later, he reappeared, eyes shining with excitement, (laughs) telling me the Welsh bellower was in difficulties. (laughs) Oh, Never want to miss the opportunity for lavatorial rubbernecking. (laughs) <laughs> There's a phrase. I accompanied him to the bathroom. Upon entering, we heard quite the cacophony coming from the sole cubicle. It was a Welsh lilt rather than a roar, a rising and falling whimpering interspersed with splatters of rectal despair. <laughs> Here was the poor fellow literally exploding with irony. He was in a poopy hell all of his own making. In an alternative timeline, where my mate and I aren't tittering recreants, uh, we both took our tops off, waited for him to call out the cubicle and chanted, Poopy hell! at him, to everyone's delight. As it is, we, we merely giggled at his distress for a few seconds and then hurried back out of the bathroom, lest we be discovered. Uh, he says, this story's turned out far longer than I originally intended, and indeed perhaps far longer than the long form you had in mind. Either way, I hope it's provided you with a semblance of amusement. It absolutely has. Thank you so much, Richard, and it's exactly the sort of thing we were after. Thank you. Uh, we've got uh, another one here. This is from Matt. Uh, he says, the band I was in, this is another irony story, the band I was in some years ago was in the process of signing a production contract with Queen's earlier producer, Roy Thomas Baker. I was the principal songwriter and I was discussing a song I'd written with Roy about the patriarchy and, you know, who the hell put them in charge. (laughs) All right. Roy suggested some changes and I, being 21, arrogant and a bit short-sighted, disagreed with him, saying that uh, I wrote this to highlight the problems of power, okay, being wielded by fat middle-aged white men, okay. He said he'd think about it. I was then removed from the band forthwith at the suggestion of three fat, middle-aged white men by the request of the first fat, middle-aged white man. 
True story. My personality is my disability. <laughs> Genuinely love all you do, sir. Many thanks for the hours of laughter. Thank you. Well, great show, Steve. Uh, we can't get into that, can we? Thank you very much, Matt. That was brilliant. And we've got one from Rick who says, Hi, Jake. Hi, Rick. Uh, I once had to attend a speed awareness course. Oddly, because I'd been caught jumping a red traffic light in Nottingham. I guess it was the only course available. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Yeah, you uh, you crashed that helicopter, so we're going to put you on a ferry awareness course. Anyway, on the way to the course, I followed my sat-nav suggestion and drove down a really quiet road through the centre of Nottingham, which I then discovered was a bus lane, for which I got a ticket. Uh, thanks for the podcast. I'm really enjoying it. The Blue Story musical was a particular high point in my eyes. Thank you. I, I'm really grateful for feedback because obviously I'm just kind of just throwing this stuff out and I don't really know what you're particularly enjoying or particularly not enjoying. So any thoughts? Are you enjoying these long-form long stories? Personally, I think they're great. Uh, or do you prefer the short, sharp Twitter things? Let me know. Uh, it's at nottodaypod on Twitter, or you can email nottoday at swanburst.com. Uh, we've got a final explosion of irony. Uh, this is from Pablo. Good morning. Uh, he says, um, how are you? Uh, not quite sure if this is ironic. If so, it's immediate irony. Uh, once upon a time, though, as a young man of 14, I had long hair that I'd taken to wearing over my face. It was cool. Honestly, I was cool, too. Just to clear up any misunderstanding early doors. OK, right. Moving on. One school day, I was walking up the stairs to a lesson when an attractive girl, he says, remember I was 14, asked me if I could see through my hair. As a cool dude, pre as previously established, I scoffed and explained that, of course I can see, then promptly tripped and fell, bashing my chin and biting my tongue in the process. Oh, man. There was blood, tears and snot. <laughs> <laughs> and my cool status was reduced for some time. I'm I'm now bald. Maybe that's ironic. Cheers, Pablo. Uh, thank you so much for all of those. Those are really brilliant. Well, I promised you I'd end on a song, and indeed I will. Please welcome the musical comedy duo taking London's cabaret scene by storm. It says here in a link written by the producer, who's old uni pals with the dad of one of them, they've been on loose ends twice. So, as we sit and watch them with a rictus grin set on our faces, I give you the Lightfooters. Andrew Neil is waiting to see if Johnson's schedule allows a healthy dose of debating. Is he Fritz? What a big girl's mouth! What a week! What a week! What a week! Boris always makes mention of plans to build 40 hospitals. There for Corbyn if he doesn't pension of 300,000 waspy cows. What a week, what a week, what a week. The election campaign's dragged out and on closer inspection. Johnson's looking shagged out. Who snapped his What a week, what a week in Sippy Pile of Crap. 
There it is. Uh, thank you very much indeed for uh, your company. And um, please subscribe and share and like and stuff because it's literally the only way to grow it. I mean, I'm thinking about Facebook ads, but I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm asking you for Monday uh, with the news that 19 out of 20 deals uh, are no cheaper on Black Friday than any other day of the year. Uh, what's the worst bargain you've ever bought? Uh, you can, of course, tweet. It's at nottodaypod. Uh, or you can email. Um, it's nottoday at swanburst.com. And it would be really lovely uh, to hear your stories uh, and any feedback you've got on the show and what you like and what you don't like. That's it. Have a brilliant weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Take care. Bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.